Hey, and welcome to the Prodigy Outdoor Podcast with Tim Cool, your host from the Midwest, doing some great things out here in the outdoors, and just would like to share some thoughts tonight on the hunting and more particularly the archery industry. And this is kind of a weird, I'm at a really weird place in my hunting career, quote unquote, um, for lack of a better term. And simply because since I was 17 years old, I have been under some sort of contracts with one or more uh, companies that have uh, sponsored me or uh, at least been on a pro staff of some sort. And this is the first year since I was 17, so a ten or almost ten years of of being under contracts, and and then it's not a bad thing, but you know, it's I'm at a really weird phase in my life right now. I see all the changes going on in the world, and it's it's kind of scary. And I see the changes going on in in and within the hunting industry, with um, mostly media now. Which you know, there's products, and then there's media. There's television. There's uh, web web streaming, YouTube, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, etc. Um, you know, just a transition from all of those things, and and I think that um, if we don't, I just I feel like there's separation. I see people constantly, still to this day, talking about. Um, meat hunters and these guys are meat hunters those guys are meat hunters the neighbors are meat hunters and you are somebody who hunts for a certain age class or antler size um, are are basically against these people's hunting ethics and you know I was thinking this hit me today when I was driving I drove all the way down to uh, like Mount Pleasant area to knock on a few doors and to see about and, and, and you know if there wasn't me, think about this hunting hunter hunting is already a dying sport and archery is, is the archery industry is down tremendously and this is because there's a separation amongst folks there's a separation amongst um, now now you know there there there's there's stakeholder groups now within hunting before it's like you had hunters, you had farmers, you had government agencies, you had anti-hunters. Now, within the fucking uh, hunting community, there is multiple stakeholders. You've got people that hunt for meat. They hunt for fun. They've got public land. They're hunting public land. They're people who are now heavily managing, heavily financially backed as well. Uh, they're hunt hunt. You know their deer population, which is what I'm mostly talking about, is deer hunting, um, the most commonly hunted big game species in North America. Um, you know, so now with not only are we we're, we're having people fucking try to take our hunting away and our and our guns away, there. You know, we've got people. We're, we're now fucking fighting against each other, and it's it's crazy. Like people think that like there is no place for meat hunters anymore, but. You know, and and I hunt a certain way, and and I don't really need to get into how I hunt because it's for me. It's like when I, I you know, but I guess I should because when I I like to hunt old 
old big box. I love hunting big box, but my freezer right now is filled right to the brim. So I've got the best of both worlds. I like the challenge. I understand that I'm not surviving off this. I don't need to survive off venison, but I, I use it as my primary meat source throughout the year. I don't buy really hardly any meat whatsoever. I, I mean, very, very rarely do I buy any sort of meat because I can get a diverse uh, freezer with turkey, you know, uh, deer, and the occasional antelope or, you know, wild boar or something like that that I, I get to go on every year. But, um, so I like the challenge of both. You know, the trophy aspect to me is, it's for me. It's not so I can brag um, and, and boast about it because it's it's a challenge between me and, and another it's like a one-on-one battle so to speak between me and a specific animal that's the best he's the best he knows the woods better than i do he's been around the block but but back to that we you know we need people that are meat hunters we need people that are weekend warrior hunters we don't need everybody to be these prestigious big game big buck hunters heavily managed because you know what that creates more separation and it creates a less welcoming hunting community for new people. And so I feel like me not being sponsored this year is actually the greatest thing since sliced bread because now I can promote archery and hunting to its entirety. I can promote, you know, it, it you know, and I'm, I'm going to do this. I, I'm going to, I've got ideas in my head. You know, if I'm going to do different, re- different, you know, reviews and products and, and, and not even just reviews, but different, promote hunting, you know, before it's, I promoted a specific brand and now it's like, dude, if I want to get six different brands of arrows in my quiver and go hunt with them, I can. And then I can make a video on how they worked for me. And that's just rec- creating more diversity. That's creating a more open openness to hunting the hunting community and not closing people off shutting people off to the kind of fucking brand of camel they wear or if they don't have a new bow then well sorry um you're excluded and so this is this is where it's headed right now is that the hunting community is basically closing its own door because so many people now are so heartfelt and so um, close-minded in their thinking of how others hunt as if it really affects them and it does to some to some degree but if it affects you that greatly then you are putting some type of personal possession on specific on, on these animals and these animals are wild animals they're not for us we, we have the responsibility and the capability to, to manage these these animals, deer. But if your neighbor shoots a big buck that you've been after, so be it, dude. Buy him a six-pack, congratulate him, big deal, get over it. Um, you know, this is the stuff that, you know, we're, I think hunt, the, the hunters are closing their own casket. Um, because we are fighting amongst ourselves. And we can't let the the crossbow hunters exist uh in peace and and that's a whole nother thing because you know there's a you can go buy a crossbow over the counter and there's no extra training or so to speak you know you can buy a crossbow online now 
I mean, you can buy a bow online too, but you know, I, I haven't taken the hunter safety course in a number of years, but before the, the crossbows were, weren't even mentioned. Now there's a lot of people buying crossbows and you know, maybe they should have an extra course on that. I don't know for sure about this, but I'm just saying, you know, crossbow hunters generally have a bad rap right now. And you know, that's just because the crossbow itself in and of itself is a misunderstood hunting instrument. It's, you know, thought it's believed that it can shoot farther and this and that. And it's actually not true. It can be accurate out to specific distances, but it doesn't carry the same kinetic energy. It's kind of as equivalent to shooting a compound bow, in my opinion. It doesn't really give you any more advantage. You still have to know the yardage. Um, you actually probably have more things that can go wrong. It's really not something I'd really want to mess around with. You know, you have to cock it, load it, deload it. You know, it's big, it's bulky. You know, it's not something I want to mess with, but for a new hunter to get him into the woods, an old hunter to keep him into the woods, what more do you really want, you know? Um, but the training is what's what's lacking, the, the um, outreach and the education on crossbows. It's available, but, you know, it's the same thing with 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 anything. There's always going to be people out there that aren't going to read the instruction manual, the owner's owner's manual. They're just going to think they know everything. Um, unfortunately, those people get the um, the spotlight sometimes. Um, you know, the kind of attitude, and I've seen it in everything, any sport you do. The guy that just says, "Oh, this will work," and what are you going to do? But you know. To, to be honest, I think, I think that personally, I'm in a great position right now that I'm, I'm actually realizing that I'm really blessed to be in because I can be diverse in my speech, I can be diverse in my presentations, and that's what's really important in keeping hunting going and keeping keeping the public an open mind towards hunting and to to show, to show them the truth of what hunting really is and and what hunting hunters really are. Hunters work 40 hours a week or more just like everybody else. They have families, they have other hobbies, they breathe the same air. They, you know, they 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 they, they got to uh, mow their lawn. They're not, you know, your neighbor could be a hunter. The three houses down that you've never met could be a hunter. We're not like some barbaric group organization cult anti this pro this. We're just hunters. We're just simple people that find a connection in nature through hunting. This is how we, you know, we, 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 it teaches you a respect for life. It teaches you a respect for the seasons. It opens your eyes and to see things that you wouldn't see otherwise, unless you're watching like planet earth documentaries every day, all day. I mean, you, you, you run into people, you meet people in the woods at a diner at archery shoots, you know, it starts to really snowball quick when you start adding all these things up on what the hunting community really is and 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 compare it to what it's not. Um, so, you know, just food for thought. I think I think you know. <clears throat> here's the problem for me anyway: is my voice may not be heard as loud as I think it should be, and you know, I think some 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 professional hunters need to swallow their pride. You know, the problem too is these guys are getting paid like salaries or living off this stuff. They have to be careful what they say and what they post on social media nowadays. But, 
I mean, some of these professional hunters with these huge reaches really have to put this stuff out there and have to really just be vocal and, 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 not, and not just make it about their big-ass bucks that they kill every fall. It, they have to be start becoming way more vocal on hunting, what it is, what it's about, what it entails, and, and not cater just to the hunter's you know, think outside the box. Don't just cater to people who already hunt. We already understand it. Cater to, try to switch it to people who don't hunt to get them to understand it and to get them on board because I haven't met one person that I could have a conversa- a full conversation with that didn't at least agree with hunting once I explained what what it entails and what it's all about. Now, they didn't necessarily want to try it, but to at least have them be aware of what hunting is about is a lot better than having them think that it's like the Disney movie Bambi their whole life, being uh, in their 30s and 40s and 50s, you're growing up dying thinking that the Bambi movie is an accurate depiction of hunting. So, just food for thought, man, I mean... If, you, if you've got the social media, if you've got the following, if you're listening to this, you know, think about that stuff in your posts. Think about that stuff when you're talking to people in town and at the job site or whatever it may be, you know, and, and take them out. I mean, th- you, you have, hunting is, a, is the perfect chance to change somebody's life. You can give somebody <coughs> the tools to actually feel good about themselves for the rest of their life you, they, they feel like they can accomplish something they feel like they they don't have to c- compete with others they feel like they can just compete with themselves they feel like they can um make mistakes and grow from them and learn from them and you know it's it's unlike any other sport and i don't want to put it in the sport of the sense of people you know hunting is a sport you know you can win or lose like i've heard anti-hunters take that angle before it's kind of freaking weird but it it, you know it's sporting it's you know it's being being a professional and so just food for thought if you've got the uh you know got the mindset got the following even if you don't just think about that you know this this hunting thing could if it's the market's down it uh it's something to keep an eye on so Thanks for listening. I hope everybody's having a great spring. It's been cold here. It's been wet. It's been snowy, rainy. Um, I don't know what, what's going to happen, but uh, hopefully that this, this lets up and we have a great spring turkey hunt. I hope everybody gets out and has a safe spring, a successful year so far. And, um, yeah, like, share this video I pre- or this uh, podcast. I appreciate it. You know, um, I like uh, the feedback I've gotten so far, and if – And if you have any comments, please message me on Facebook, Instagram. Leave me a voice message on here. Um, I'm easy to get a hold of. I appreciate it. Thanks. Take care.